0: Welcome everyone to week six of the official UE podcast for game 121. I'm your host Terry and as always joined by my main man Daryl how's it going? Good sir you? Yeah all good all good. good and our special guest this this week was it was supposed to be the Australian edition of, of uh, the UE podcast. Unfortunately Ben can't join us this week I think he I think he's got his birthday this weekend so he's Doing a few other bits and pieces, but uh, hopefully we'll get him on soon. But we have got Mister Dan Lane, Chelsea manager. How's it going, Dan? Yeah,
1: good. Thanks, lads. How's
2: it going? Thanks
1: for having me. Uh,
0: thanks
2: for You're coming. Very up. well. We've got we've got
0: international. That's, that's... I know. <laughs> and not not a nice. <laughs> <movie. laughs> <laughs> so we got we got ours. Oh, is it English that's moved? Yeah, English that's moved there, or or actually full on Australian?
1: Yeah, no, no. Grew up in West London. um uh, Met an Australian girl at my local pub. in my local pub. She in my on a bar, and then yeah, we didn't travel around the world together, and ended up settling over here. Wow! Oh, fucking hell! Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, really cool. Yeah, uh, no. I moved here back in two thousand and eight. Moved here.
0: Nice. How are you finding
1: it there? Hot. <laughs> <laughs> is it like always? Uh it depends where you live really. Um I live I know Ben lives down in Sydney, I think it is. I'm I'm up in the I'm up in the tropics in uh in North Queensland. It's yeah, it's all year round. It doesn't get below about twenty three, twenty four degrees. Wow. Holy crap. Yeah. At the moment we're we're peak summer at the moment, so we're um yeah, thirty five, forty degree days re- regular. <laughs> Oh the
0: crap! <laughs> I wouldn't be able yeah. to deal with that. I'd do my head in.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm used nah, to it, No, especially when you miserable. um, when you got to work in it, it's even worse. You know, like I'm finding all oh, air yeah. conditioning crawling through ceiling spaces and the rest of it. Not very fun in the heat.
0: Yeah, especially in a country where like like ninety percent of things can kill you.
1: Yeah, there is. I tell you, I have found some snake skins in my years crawling through ceiling. Snake
2: <laughs> oh. skins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to,
2: to be fair, you probably you'll probably find some snake skins in my bed. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> snake skins in there, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they all start shedding. Yeah. Is that what you tell everyone? Darryl? No, 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 no. It's a snake yeah, yeah. skin. <laughs> it's a snake skin.
0: It's a snake skin. Again, fifteen <laughs> of them, Daryl. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen snakes
2: <laughs> in Birmingham. yeah Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just one guy, some Welsh guy living in Burma who who keeps fifteen pythons. Yeah, love it. Sounds about right. <laughs> uh, let's just jump straight into it. I mean, like obviously, as usual. How did
1: you get on, boys? Okay, uh, let's start with you, Dan. How did you get on this week? Um, I done done my charity work this week. I, I gave Joe a win and did two in England. <laughs> uh, oh God! Yeah, I didn't. Uh, didn't get me turned away till pretty late. I was actually at work, rushing around. I thought, oh no, I am gonna turn. So I, ru- I looked at my tactics when I played against Labour in the week before, and I thought, surely that'll be enough to beat Wolves. And um, yeah, didn't work out.
2: But I, I don't I, underestimate I think, your opponent. I think part of it is us. I think we put a little fire up Joe by saying that he's basically sucked because he kept he put it on the forum, didn't right. he? like this team ain't getting relegated, you podcast boys. And I'm like, oh, we might have a, <laughs> <I> might have <laughs> a sleeping giant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he's got a good team, and he just—I think he also—he must have done some scouting because he set up for play on the counter, and I play like a bit of possession football. Now, so he's done—he's done his homework, and deservedly won. So, well done to him.
0: Yeah, nice. yeah. Fair play, fair play. Yeah. And obviously, how, how are you finding? Obviously, we're in the same group in the in the Champions
1: League. How have you found that? Yeah, yeah, but. First two stints in the Champions League didn't go so well. The First season, I got battered every game. Um, yeah, and didn't make the Champions League season three with a relegation. Uh, and then I thought, and I realised oh, I got to the Cup final. I thought in the Champions League. So yeah, and I saw what was wrong with you and Leverkus, and I thought, well, this ain't going to go very well. But we're actually doing pretty good in the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, do, doing doing all right. I mean, yeah, uh, top of the group,
0: yeah. top of the group. So nice. Yeah. yeah. That was a that was an excellent yeah. win you had against Leverkusen though. To be fair, really good win. Yeah, and I I put a lot of time
1: into that turn. Term. Some terms, I value more than others. <laughs> that one I um, yeah. that one I tried really hard. Oh, there you go. Goes
0: to show you put the effort in. It can happen, boys. Yeah. Not all yeah. about Ben turning down the dials. <laughs> no.
2: Just t- tweak the dials, Ben. Tweak the
0: dials. The guys, just for a minute, just for a minute. <laughs> um, <laughs> how about yourself, Daryl? How did you get on this uh,
2: week? Fiorentina won 3-2, so it puts us up into third in the fourth division. And I think now, we probably, like our first team's probably done, it's probably just more about some depth and some tweaking and trying to get a home, find a home for Lamella, Um because I think, I think somebody will still want to use him, you know, Um we might put longevity on him to make people maybe feel a bit a bit more appealed to get him at 30. Um, but, yeah, we're now a place where we can start to look at trying to offload some big players. We've got Scouts have been quite kind, actually, the last couple of weeks. We managed to add the depth we needed to actually give us a squad that we can compete with now, I think. Uh, but, yeah, 3-2 win against Malaga and Sturmgratz uh, beat PSG 3-2 as well. So, yeah. Um, Ooh, nice. Yeah, pleased with that. Yeah, we needed that, and my left mid went off injured like just after half time as well. So, and they've been quite a big way of how I play my wingers. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, definitely a big win to take beat PSG, and obviously I, I knocked Saint Etienne out the cup as well. I actually played most of my reserves and parked the bus just to prove a point to the DMA. So got a one all draw with Saint Etienne, which <laughs> <pulled> me through, <laughs> put me through three one. So, yeah, it puts us up to fifth, I think, now. Um, I think when Andy come on, we we, you know, we both said, like, how defensive the teams were that we were playing, like how the league was. And I think we've both adjusted because me and Andy are now fourth and fifth. So I think both of us have sort of figured out what's going on um, and got ourselves sort of in there. But, yeah, so it's going quite well. I, as I said, I, top half with the league that I'm in, I would have been quite happy. Um and at the minute being fifth, I can't, I can't complain. Second highest goal scorer in Armstrong too. So, as I say, beating PSG was quite a big one for me. Um, but yeah, it's all going good. It's all going good. Neves That's has been play. Neves has been game changing for me.
0: That was the big one, wasn't it? That yeah. Was yeah. A good Deal that yeah. Of GP yeah. Yeah. Use, sort of on.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I wanted to go back to centre mid, and I think the way I set up suits better having that centre mid. And the good thing about him is I can I can change it mid match. I could move him to playmaker. He's still a 38 PV playmaker, you know. So if I had to, I can. He's 38 centre mid, 38 playmaker. So it gives me an option. Like if a game's not going great, I can put on him as playmaker, maybe take the anchor man off. Or I can move Sicarella to centre mid because he can play that as well. So it just gives me options. I've got a bit of versatility that I can change during a match, um, players and stuff. So yeah, I'm happy with where we are right now. It's just now saving up points and essaying in my defence a bit. That's pretty much all left yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's, yeah, I,
0: good. that's all I'm doing. Yeah, I've got a few players who... Uh... So I, I drew one all this week with Inter Milan, um, which I think is a really good result. I've, I've got a pretty good record against him in the past, but he's had a great start to the season. I think he's only dropped one... He hasn't lost a game, but I think he's only dropped a draw once. So i got a one-all draw away to him. Um. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I I take that. I I think the only thing I probably did wrong. I I was in two minds over two different sort of setups, and I think I went somewhere like in the middle. In the end, I I think I got so mixed up in what I wanted to play that I played something in the middle, and it just just wasn't right. It just yeah wasn't right for for that particular game. But yeah, we'd we'll take a one all draw. That was a really really good point against the Kraken side, and obviously Phil like I say is doing doing bits at the moment so yeah fair play to him and you know <laughs> ggs to him so that was that was quality i'm quite happy with that um got a few players disillusioned this week i don't know if you, if it's something um you two have struggled with but um the one sort of good side to it is i've got a bit of money coming in i've i found some really good cheap scouts like for a couple of hundred quid each like as uh dave brought up the other week on the transfer roundup um, and they've got good values, like 20, 30 mil. So I can probably flog most of these on, hopefully, and get some pro going on some guys. I mean, I know a lot of people sort of say about talking them reassuring guys. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I think I'm probably going to go down the pro route because, um, like, some people would maybe sell these players and bring someone else in. It's difficult to find exactly what you want to match your, your, your stats and your tactics and stuff like that. So I'm probably more inclined to go the pro route. Um, What's your guys' thoughts on that? Is, is there something you've encountered, Dan, with your team?
1: Um, not so much, not just this week alone, um, but outside of the first 11, I think everyone has their first 11 and know their first 11 for the yeah. most part this stage of the year. Um Outside of that first 11, I haven't gotten that much, but the ones that are outside of it, they don't play for a game or two and they just start throwing their toys out of print. telling me they're not happy at the club. And even with talking to them, reinsuring them, it doesn't seem to do anything. So I, I try to, I try to keep a first eleven of a couple of backups that play cup games, and then the rest of them just chop and change week to week with scout buys, buys and bids. Mhm.
2: Yeah, it's kind anyway, of my approach. Scouts have been quite good this year for backups. You know. Yes, yeah, I, I yeah. think I, I haven't had any complaints. So. Yeah, I've actually I've yeah, off- yeah. off- offloaded quite a load of them. So I talk to them, and I think the ones, if they're just frustrated at first-team football, I can fix that. But the ones that say they've got their future at the club, I sell those. And I replace them with, like, a reserve player who I replace with a youth player, and I sign a try list with good untradeables. And I just rotate. And I've rotated my team like that, really. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. But uh, to be fair, my motivation across my team, other than the five that I've... Like transfer listed is good. Yeah. Everyone's motivated, to be fair. Apart from one, two, three. Yeah, the five I transfer listed um, because I've got guys in the reserves that can replace them. Um, everyone else is pretty much motivated. There's one that's happy, but it's because he's injured. And I know that he'll get that back. And a couple are settling in. But no, everyone else is happy and motivated. So I've been quite lucky, actually. But I talk to a lot. I talk to players like my most used action
0: yeah, that's interesting. It seems to be something a lot of people are saying in, in this game. It's it's a lot of people have been doing talking and reassuring, even if it's not necessarily um, to to like just turn around disillusion or uh, what's the other one? I think it's depressed, isn't it? I'm thinking. Yeah, depressed um, and disillusioned. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, uh, so I think a lot of guys are actually just using it to you know boost the the, the morale, so so to speak.
1: Yeah. right. I wasn't, I wasn't giving it much attention back at the start. Um, back at the start of 1 2 one, I didn't really pay much attention to it. I was having a chat about halfway through season 1 with Carlos. Um, and he was telling me how important he, he and the, how he started doing it and how it changed his fortunes. And I started doing it, and my results picked up immediately, keeping the guys happy, you know?
2: Same. And, um, so, yeah. the start of when I went on that 20, like, lost one in 27 is the start of getting my ache, A karma goalkeeper and the two fullbacks. And then I started talking to people. That's the week I started it. And we're where we are now. Yeah. What was I like eighth or ninth in the league? And you know, the mm. finish I had the season one, that's when I started talking to players. Yeah. I think it has a much bigger uh, impact than I think any of us appreciate, you know? Yeah. It sounds like it, doesn't it? From, from what yeah. you guys are saying. Certainly I, I think like, The yeah. thing is, like, if you're talking with backups and stuff, if you do need to bring them in, they seem to fit in, and nothing changes because, like, everyone's in a in a good headspace. I just think state of mind in this game is like one of the biggest factors to have right now.
1: Yeah, you know, I think it's massively underrated as a stat because yeah. you look at the numbers. It's a numbers game, and then you don't you don't necessarily ever look at. Well, I'm sure most a lot of the top managers do. Um, guys like myself who wasn't who was you know. Newish to the game. I've only been playing for a couple of years. um Didn't never really pay that much attention, but since since paying attention to it, I've done noticed an upturn in results and, and and the way people are playing, match ratings even going up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all off the back of talking to players.
1: Just off the back of the yeah. talking. Yeah,
2: yeah. Wow. The, that was literally the turning point for me. I, the week I started talking to people, and then I got promoted from Division Four. You know how hard that that second season i finished you know and then Mm. into the third and the turning point for me was a my karma goalkeeper and talking to players shit yeah that's quite interesting i think it's massive it was the best kept secret in the game. It was that. Yeah, now we just ruined it, it, so that's it. Yeah. <laughs> we just fucked ourselves there, Dad. So no it was a good run, mate. It was a good run.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you clued everyone in
2: on it, then. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, I think, I think it's, um, I think it's definitely under underrated. Okay, that's, that's quite quite interesting,
0: really. Yeah, something I, I think. I think I've talked to a few managers about, and I've only done it really when they've been disillusioned and stuff. I mean, another one that sort of goes down that route is, um, do you know, like uh, praising and um, what's the other one? Is it disciplining? Yeah. Something like that. Praising. Criticising. Or, or yeah, Criticising. Yeah. Criticize. the Yeah. I mean, is that something yeah. you guys use, utilise a, a lot? I mean, I was talking to another manager last night and he says like, on specific players, if they've had a cracking game, like I think he's, I think he said he like he privately praises them, and and sort of like encourages them from from that. Uh, and it's something I'm I'm definitely sort of thinking about doing a bit more of. Is is that something you guys would would consider,
1: or or is it something you do already?
2: Uh, if yeah, I, I... yeah. Go on. Sorry, I... Then.
1: sorry, mate. Um, no, go... Yeah, I actually praised my team after beating Leverkusen this week, and did me a lot of a lot of good against Joe. <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have done it in the past, but for some reason, whenever I praise the team, be it public or private, I seem to get a terrible result on that turn, so I sort of stopped doing it around, around season two.
2: Okay. I, How about you, do.: I only do it if I read something that makes me go, wow, or unexpected. If there's something I read in the match report or a match rating I wasn't expecting, if it surprises me, I'll do it then. And and it's probably like an OCD thing. But I I talk to players all the time. But like if I read something or see something and I go, geez, okay, nice. And then I'll I'll do it, you know? Or a result that I was shocked against. I think I last did it when we beat Bordeaux because I wasn't expecting us to beat Bordeaux. You know, if there's one that I'm actually like, oh, wow, then I do that. But other than that, I just use talk to players.
0: Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough and uh go going back to what you were saying though as something Dan I mean like you, you were saying you've only been in in the game for a few years what what was your first game?
1: Uh, I came in so I was talking to I don't know how I got on to Dale, a leipzig manager in one two one but um he's from where my family's from in Hereford on, on the welsh English border um we just started talking and then I think it was. 117. That, that, that was a HFG, wasn't it? 117.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, t- I took over Roma late on in that game and sort of fell back in love. I used to cast back to the 90s as, as a kid with my, with my brother. We um, used to read Shoot and Match magazine. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I opened That's up the one. back page and saw, saw uh, pure fantasy football back in the 90s, Played genuine play by mail. Um, used to love it as a kid. And then When I moved to Australia, I was sitting at home one night, a bit bored, and I thought, I wonder if that game's still going. Then sort of (laughs) Googled it, found out that it it had gone, but there was messages on the forum saying, oh, let's check out this game, Ultimate Europe. So, yeah, got got a turn sent out to me, 117, Roma. And then, uh, yeah, 118 was my first proper game. I I think I started turn three, 118.
0: 118. Uh, yeah, was I, I? was just wondering if I was actually in there. Sorry, I was just uh, having a little think there to myself. Was I actually even in there? I'm kind of trying to remember now. So that was just after the the one one seven. Darrow, was that hard format?
2: Was that the Legends one? That might have been. Yeah, I think, think that Legends was one one nine, wasn't it? Oh, okay, okay. I'm trying to think. I don't really remember. I didn't even remember I know, that I was I in <laughs> one one twenty. Apparently, I was Benfica in one twenty. Like I found turns, and I'm like, really okay <laughs> <laughs> i bought ibrahimovic like on from a scouting fighter i'm like really i'm pretty sure i would have made a lot of noise about that but no i don't, yeah. <laughs> don't even remember so oh, i like anyway. it being, yeah yeah it is me <laughs> uh, the, the first the first team i
1: loved was my, my, my uh, mother world team in 120 i, I had them from the beginning um yeah, love that team. Found it really hard to let them
2: go. After five years go. Them. What about you, Terry? What's the one team if you could only have one UE game that you could go back to right now, which one would you pick?
0: Uh, I suppose probably it'd be the Wolfsburg one in 108. Yeah. Yeah, I think having Messi was just... And especially like now I know what I know now. Do you know what I mean? Like tactically, I'm much more, more savvy and you know, I, I had like under Iniesta and Messi and yeah, I had a, yeah, a cracked team back then. But uh, I didn't know really what I was doing. I, I was yeah, quite quite the box ticker there. I was just like, well, that tactic worked this week. We'll do it again next week. I
2: didn't really think other people might be countering me or, yeah, or yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah. Fair. As much as I'd want it to be Aberdeen, I think that was just good to learn. I think it'd be Cairn in 107. I built a really nice team there. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah, that one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't
2: know if I saw, ever saw that team of yours. Yeah. No, nah, it was it was good, actually. Yeah. I enjoyed that one. It's the one I remind Ross that I shit-housed him regularly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, we love that. Yeah. yeah Maybe that. it's That's, French right. teams.
2: Because we were a French team in that, and I did it to Bordeaux, and I've just done it to St Etienne. Maybe I just shit-housed French teams. I can't help myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, i love it yeah okay so yeah so i mean like uh, obviously how how are you finding the difference between obviously one one eight dan and this this game i mean it's obviously this is uh supposedly a proper hard format game i mean you you definitely got the class of managers in there now how have you found it
1: uh, it's been tough it has been tough um I think tactically I think it's been said every week pretty much on the pod, of scouting your opposition and, and making trying to count what they're doing and not leaving yourself open I think in back in one one eight I don't think necessarily that was the case yeah, so I think one one word to describe one two one for me would be tough it's been a tough tough game yeah yeah. Been fun. Yeah, that's probably especially especially when you have got managers like Amir in the Premier League. When I was up there, just having the best team I've ever seen on paper.
0: Yeah. In
1: season two. Yeah, he's got a crack inside. He's a good manager. Yeah, no, he's a good, he's a good manager. Amir. I used to try and whenever we'd play, I'd send him little messages telling him I, I was going all out attack. Meanwhile, I got six at the back. <laughs> <laughs> He'll tell you, too. Yeah,
0: that's sort of what he did to me when we played in the Champions League. He was, yeah, you know, he was trying to lure me in. I still
1: spanked him, though. <laughs> he, would, he, he would say wait really a late couple late. of days before the tournament hit, he'd message me and tell me what, what formation I, I was playing what tactics he's
0: a world yeah. no, he thought he, playing? he's really popular <laughs> though. He, he'll, he'll get in touch with you before a game and like you have a little chat. Like he was, we, we were sort of saying to each other, giving away little bits of information on what we might have played before, like the, the the deadline on that turn day, and then we sort of discussed it. Yeah, he's a top lad. I like me, like yeah, got a lot of yeah. time for him. Yeah, no, he gets, but, he uh,
1: gets it, gets it, He gets it. Just a game. Yeah,
0: and that and that's it. I think that's the big difference, isn't it? There's a lot of people who take it maybe a bit too seriously, but um you know there's a, there's a lot of us who who just sort of have a lot of fun with it but yeah you know, take it serious but have a lot of fun But sort of like just looking at how, how you're doing this season obviously you know must have been a bit disappointed getting relegated last season but yeah you know, sort of on the way back up you know a little slip up this week against wolves i mean is that the intention is is to go go straight back up is it
1: yes yeah the hope the hope is to go back up whether that plays out or not, I don't know. Like, I just One game I feel like we're the best team in the league and the next I feel like we're, we'll be battling a mid-table battle this, this year. They, everyone's, again, everyone's got a good team in this league. I mean, when I played mm-hmm. Fife last week, yeah, I got his squad sheet through and I nearly shit myself. <sighs> oh, oh, shit.
2: My yeah, that, that guy like, builds fucking teams. Jesus. But I feel like everyone yeah. does that in every division now. Like, we... I played Malaga who are unmanaged in Southern Division Four Fiorentina last week. And when we got the turn, we're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, and they're unmanaged. <laughs> like, even unmanaged setup is going to be a strong team, you know? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's like, even if they do that base, you know, four four two inside forward, you know, it's still gonna be really strong. And you know, we only limped home three two. And that was an unmanaged team. It's it's that, like, you know, and uh, like this week at Sturm like I got the I got Genk. And I'm looking at his team like, oh my lord. Like, I was more scared. I'm more scared of Genk than the Bordeaux game that I had in there in Division One. You know, his team, like, he's got no players under 102, almost. You know? Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. The Genk team that Gary's built there is disgustingly good. He must have signed someone because there's 195. The rest, yeah, literally, 1 100. Everyone else, 102 plus. The whole squad. Yeah, it's madness.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, that the team crazy. Has got. Crazy, isn't it? Mm. And I thought going down to Div Two, I'd be in for a bit of a, a bit of a walk in the park, but I was I was mistaken. We, um, yeah, yeah, it's a very like Brentford. Are, Brentford are very tough this year. Arsenal are going very well. Um, obviously, Feith's team—you can't rule him out at all for promotion. Um, yeah, there's, there's a few Edinburgh and, and uh, yeah, they're they're up there as well, you know. There's a good good mm-hmm. size in that league. So if I can get out of it, I'll be I'll be
0: pleased. That was a quite surprising one. How good Edinburgh was because it again it's like it's like the same thing with Wildstone and Exeter being in the Premier League in this game. You you look at it the, just the name on paper and you're like what the fuck. Yeah, you know, it's one of those great things yeah. about UE. You know, and then like you, you come across them and you're like holy shit they're good.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you've, got, you've got Cristiano Ronaldo at Crusaders holding on at he's 40 years old where he is in the game now, yeah, Just banging his goals, <laughs> pulling yeah. 90 match ratings, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Everyone, yeah, no, everyone, like, and you look, you look down the table like ever Maxi's better than that, you know, at Everton, his team's good, Steve at Rangers, like, I. I told him a couple of seasons ago he should have really the team he had in season one he should have gone straight down the guy kept him in there for three seasons mm-hmm. that's an achievement mm.
0: yeah that is a, that's yeah it's
1: quite quite good isn't it he's, he's done yeah. quite well there yeah. yeah he's got he's got a t- i know he's, he's you know he's down towards the bottom of the table right now but i'd, I'd have my money on he'd be up there towards the end of the season at rangers
0: yeah, I, I'd have to agree with you, mate. I, th- I think so. I, I'd expect him to do a lot better.
2: Yeah. It's all right. Muscles is above him. Muscles will... Miss Al will drop, even. missile Missile Miss will drop. He'll fuck it up.
0: <laughs> oh, <God>. You're still <laughs> on
2: it, not you? Yeah. Still riding him. He's useless. And he, like, he's like, he got a little bit better. The defeats have become draws, I suppose. Do you know what I mean? Like, but he'll, he'll fuck it up by the end. Mid, mid-season. He'll be fine. I'm not worried. <laughs>
0: Not concerned in the slightest. Room. Not at all. Oh, He'll well. fuck you? He, he loves it. He
2: he must be a Libra because he just like hits that self destruct button. Just pow. Shit, ass. Oh dear. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Look, Any chance to no, no, get no, no. a missile? I'll take it. Or Luis? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Luis ain't in his division, and Lewis is still underneath me at Fiorentina. You know, so it's fine. Yeah
0: you uh just looking at you we've got your team up at the moment I, can you see that daryl in the in the discord we're uh we'll share this as the podcast go out I'll, I'll put this on the um I'll, yeah yeah when when the podcast goes out tonight or tomorrow um we'll put this up on the discord uh chat and the podcast section so people can see i mean that's a hell of a team and the interesting bit is you've you've actually kept quite a lot of the original core i mean I, i'm assuming you probably brought some of them back in deals. Like uh, Timo Werner, I'm
1: sure I saw him go previously, Dan. Yeah, no, I... Ver, well, Werner actually never started the game with me. Um, oh, he started... Okay. Oh, yeah, he was at, at, Leipzig, at Leipzig. Leipzig. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah. I I had my heart set on... So Havertz and Werner weren't, weren't with us at the start, but I had my heart set on them when I first saw them. <laughs> I saw their stats and said, geez, I've got to get them. But obviously, I'm a Chelsea fan, which is why I took over Chelsea and I said to myself at the start of the game, I know I'm going to have to lose a few of the big names, but I'm going to try and keep as many as I can. Just, it'll keep me interested in the game longer, you know? And it might not be the best players in the game, but that's the fun of it.
2: Has that been been tricky? Like, I always found when you manage the team you support, there's that loyalty to some players, whereas this game is very deal-based and improvement stat-based. Has it been difficult to, like, make deals just because of that sort of loyalty to them?
1: Yeah, it has. It really has. I I actually made a deal for Werner this week. He's actually on his way out. Um, broke my heart agreeing to that deal. But the squads, as you can see by looking at it, outside of that first team, there in the reserves and youth, there's nothing. They're all gone. Yeah. It's so some, some depth, better depth. It's I need some desperately need some depth. a cheek got injured, and all of a sudden I'm I'm in trouble <laughs> with one <want> injury.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. 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 I, thought I better get some
0: so yeah, it's a very thin squad, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I sort of I was playing a I was playing the, the standard Premier League formation of four five one, ten speed wingers and you know, target man up front. And everyone in the league was playing that and I, I just couldn't couldn't get a result with it. And I changed um I got a big deal with Will at Lyon. Uh so I've done like a five for four deal, like the deal in total was worth over a billion dollars in the game. Um oh, no. and it really that, that that's what that's what that's what brought Havertz and Werner and Alexandro and Inbrightson up front. Um that's what brought them to the squad. It changed my formation, it also allowed me to be more attacking. If I try and play a more possession based game, what what I actually want to do rather than just lump it out to a target man.
2: Oi.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you actually you actually try and interesting, isn't it? it there's some some guys that will try and play a way that they think is best in the game. And then there's other guys who will try yeah. and play how they want to. Because <clears throat> I, I think I'd I, I think I was talking to uh, Nathan Callow, the Tondela manager, a while back, and he's uh, a real manager, uh, a manager in real life, sorry, uh, football manager. And he was sort of saying, like, how in this game he's tried to Im- impose um, how he manages the team in real life, how he wants them playing. He wants it, like, in this game. Like he he wouldn't play at a shit house and park in the bus because he wouldn't do that in real life. Yeah. Is is that something similar for you? Yeah. You sort of, is, is that what you were saying that uh, you know, sort of similar for you? Yeah, where,
1: yeah. I just trying, trying to play away. Well, before this game, obviously, I was I was always smaller teams. Um, my mother, well, and Watford in one one eight as well. Um. Now I never really had quality players, and then I thought, no, I'm going to spend the money. I'm going to get Chelsea this time. The position of power that I felt at Turn One, Season One, when I had a thousand messages in the morning <laughs> asking <giving> me <laughs> for player yeah. I had. So I don't know if you remember, I, I was doing uh, raffles, the draws, for, uh, that's right, know, yeah, the cash deals, yeah, that was, and that was me for, for ages. I was t- uh, Buff, um, Buffy, Duffy, we were talking before one, one, two, one started, and uh, we were talking about our oh, the big teams never sell the big players at the start of games, you know. They never happens. I thought, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to get rid of some good players and try to keep as much as I can. But the players I ended up getting rid of forced me into a style of play that I didn't necessarily want to play. So, um, yeah, ha- having had my time again, I probably would have moved Giroud on earlier. Having him, he's, he's, very, he's a very good player, even still now. But, um, yeah, yeah. Being up, being a having a target man, you are sort of forced to play one. that sort of won't become a one trick pony. People can people can play against you pretty easily. You know?
2: Okay, we just got to set would yourself you, uh... up where they can't beat you, innit? not it? That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would you, would you, I can would share you, some uh, tips if you want to go back to target man, man. I got you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> would you um go back and change anything though? I mean, in the in the in the sense of um. So, like, obviously, you did the, the raffle thing and you let, uh, I, th- I think, if I remember right, Kante went to Wildstone. Um, yeah, Kante went, went to
1: Wildstone. So- I think Fifey got someone off me in a draw as well. And, yeah, I saw a few players like that.
0: Would you Would you change anything, like, now, though? Would you, like, maybe sort of say, I don't know, like, I'll do a raffle, but whoever gets it, I, I want, like, you know, a couple of pot players, say, and, and and then the cash. So, like, you've got something yeah, in, like if- in,
1: in the back pocket. Yeah, that's so. Amir went down that road at sea. We were talking right at the start of the game. Obviously, the debts were humongous. I got the first turn. Um, you know, it's how the hell I'm going to lose half my team to, to pay the debt off. So I thought I'll get rid. I'll do one big one, which was which was Kante, right at the beginning. But I'll get one big one, get him out of there, and then just the interest on the loan on the debt loan, was too, I was losing nine million a week, oh, and it was just it was compounding, you know. And um, Jesus, yes, we. And when everyone was saying, oh, let's put the, the interest isn't enough, I'm thinking, for God's sake, leave it alone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dad said that, like, you could all shut up. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, like, like,
1: back at the start, I know Greg at Liverpool was the same. You know, he had a massive debt and, and obviously City and Chelsea and all the big boys. So Amir went down the road of cash plus pot player, whereas I went to get rid of the debt and then start building early. Having me time again, I'd probably go with what I'm here done, and go with the pot. Get a, get put a young pot player back in with the cash, just so you got something, something there in the pot in the back pocket.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah. that's a good idea, isn't it? Because like that, you can. Yeah, if you could, you, I think with someone like Cantor, you could have probably commanded like two two pot players in cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah like easy. That, now, you look. At this stage in the game, when you look back at it now, you go, what, "Why would you sell him for cash?" But at the time, cash was everything. It was absolutely. It. everything. I think
0: we, we all do. Um, so, a I, I, number of times, I've I've sort of put SA's on players, and then like two weeks later, uh, yeah, with the, with all the intention in the world of keeping them and building them, and then you get that really good deal, and you're like, "Oh fuck, he's got to go." Yeah. But you've just you've just <laughs> spent like twelve UE points in, and there's like yeah, 120 million.
1: Spent...
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I've done that. Really, uh, <laughs> All right, I think we're going go, um, to go to Daryl have we got a transfer
2: round up we do, we and then we'll, do. Go some, we'll go some questions for Dan Dan's got quite a few oh fucking right. hell <laughs> uh, yeah Dan's a, got a few yeah bit of a shorter one this week Dave's got Dave's broken some mirrors in his life. I spoke to Dave, Mr. Hammond, this week. Dave's just smashing mirrors and putting out fires. Uh, so it's a bit of a short one, but Spurs landed a mega money, scouted find by paying $136.7 million on Talisca from Juventud. Talisca is a 28-year-old 104, 43-roll with GSI and free kicks. Massive scout find, and word is he is already on the move again this week. Mental to think this player has been sold on from a managed club as he was a hundred OA 38 free roll at the start of season two. He was a scout find originally in season one when he was a 94 36 free roll and bought by Genoa from Guangzhou Evergrande for 20, for 27 and a quarter million. Jeez. He's, he's definitely a, Definitely improved. Uh, Fabian is another one on the move as he leaves Brighton for Santa Clara in a hundred million cash move. At 26, he is 102.38 free roll with GSI and flair. He does have 10 star in one of his PV stats. The ex-sporting Lisbon man hasn't rose since last season, though. Uh Mets also found a cracker this time at Salford. They paid 88 million for Gota, 2,102.37 free roll with determination inexperience. His only low stat is his judgment as it stands at a lowly three, but nevertheless a great find as he does have 9, 10, 9 in other untrainables. Uh, Gutane, 2,102.38 playmaker and free roll uh, with composure and leader who was scouted, who was a scouting find at the start of this season was on the move for the third time as he leaves Wolves for European cha- champions Art Media. Landed at Wolves was the twenty-year-old Ari, who is a hundred away, thirty-nine anchor man with defender and determination. Both players have high untrainables and could both be forty PVs by end of season. Rostock have let star man Sergio leave this week as the twenty-five-year-old hundred and 105-38 sweeper with composure, determination. Pot heads to Juventus. Going in the opposite direction was Vesterland, 104 38 sweeper with composure and pot. And palacios 20 year old 103 37 free roll who has flair and pot 50 million also went to juventus and it's a deal that possibly sees a loosening of the problems managers have had with swaps with two pot players going for one uh with the best two players Being the same PV and only one OA difference, many will welcome this. Oh my god, yes, me too. Um, And of course, Terry was right last week as he picked up six players from Melbourne City and victory for £100 apiece. OAs are between 91 and 96, so another money spinner. Look at you go. Look at you, beefing Mm. out them reserves. You really did listen to me. I'm shocked. Yeah, do you know
0: what the good
2: one was though, Daryl?
0: Was uh, I picked up one of them uh and he i think it was a like a fullback and he went up in aggression wow and uh yeah and he ended up being worth uh let me check Thirty, thirty-three million 33 million for 100 quid and i've just got uh, a rest of the world bid for him for 23.6 so he is off so yeah turn that profit over already so that was uh yeah that was interesting that's quite a nice little turn yeah go go popping down your neck of the woods then. <laughs> yeah. <done> well. <laughs> <laughs> i'm
1: feeling I'm feeling pretty emasculated i didn't do it myself
0: <laughs> gonna,
1: yeah. i'll have an in being you know, over here.
0: <laughs> but, you know, I, I hadn't scouted um rest of the world sites for a while because they've just been so bloody awful for me this, this you know, in this game like every time I, every club i scout with, whether it's random or if it's like a, a river plate or something there's just nothing there i want or i can make a profit on um and, and i just thought oh yeah we'll just which we'll just, yeah leave it alone i just won't bother you know, even my trialists have been absolutely dog water but then i just yeah i don't know what it was i just thought oh, i'll just give it a go this so week we'll just go to australia you know I thought we we're doing the part po- yeah with me and me you and uh ben talked about it a little while back and i'd done a couple of scouting missions to to australia when it was in mind and yeah that uh did all right out of it i think i think nice. the 600 I think it was £600 for six players, and I think it worked out about £105 million, their max values in total. So, yeah, pretty happy with that. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to jump to yeah. some questions now for you, Dad. You've got a, quite, quite a few. From, uh, from, yeah, I oh, can imagine. Yeah, They're basic. yeah. yeah I, 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 you know, I'd imagine this stuff you've probably heard a million times, actually. <laughs> uh, so, Nath, the Tondela manager asked, does Dan o- own a didgeridoo or a wobble board?
1: no that's called (laughs) cultural appropriation I believe
0: (laughs) it is isn't it fucking racist he's got
2: three of them all in one doesn't it oh my gosh
0: oh dear I love it Uh, Carlos asks oh fuck's sake Carlos Uh, as we all know Terry trips his kids being Australia and everything being backwards doesn't mean that the kids trip the parents over there
1: (laughs) Wash my balls.
0: Oh, he yeah, uh, can't have
1: My, you my yourself, daughter thirteen now. Yeah. She's 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 always been uh, a prank. She would like, put pranks on me. So yeah, I'd say yes.
2: We'll say yes <laughs> Oh He's just digging this up, Terry, because he's sucking. He's like sucking so bad this season. He's proper shit in the bed in the premiership. And it's it, so clinging to your cocktails to say relevant. That's what I think. It is, <laughs> Stay relevant. Stay relevant. He's going to he start winning or I'm going to put him on the missile with Lewis list soon. That's what's say Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm down with that. <laughs> we'll do that. Yeah. Um, your good friend, Lewis, uh, Daryl, he, he asks, uh, oh, for Dan, sorry. Next time you come back to England, can you please bring me a year's supply of Tim Tams? Ooh. What the fuck is that?
1: Oh, oh. Is that a treat over there, I yeah, suppose? It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, a sense that it kind of looks like a penguin bar from England. Um, yeah. comes in like a pack of pack of 10, but they're a, they're a brilliant tea-dunking biscuit. As, as, as tea-dunking biscuits go, these are up there.
2: So a little little confession. I have a friend that lives uh, in Australia. I think he lives like South uh, South Australia away. And every eight to nine months, he sends me Vegemite and what? Well, now they're called, I think they're called Chico's. Oh. They're, they're chocolate oh, yeah. jelly beans. Yeah. Oh, the cha- chocolate change, jelly beans. The yeah, they change the name yeah. from something. Um, but yeah, he sends me that. I've actually got two tubs of Vegemite in my cupboard. I fucking love it. Like, I, Vegemite goes oh, like, in everything on egg, in the eggs, in the beef. It goes everywhere. I fucking live for this shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, but yeah, Ch- but Ch- Chicos or whatever they're called now, they're like chocolate jelly babies. Yeah, Chico. They yeah. are amazing, yeah. though. Like, yeah, amazing. they're nice. And there's another nice. sweet he sent me. I can't remember. Really chewy. He sent it this this week. This last last week when I got it. I can't remember the name of it. It's like a strip it's really chewy but yeah really nice as well so yeah i get sent that at once, no, at least once every year i i
1: i send me parents back tim tams and i get i get things like monster munch sent over to me Quavers. <laughs> like that, I, I love that <laughs> came <laughs> yourself <myself> lucky guys
0: <laughs> yeah well that, that's interesting darry if you if you like yeah if you moved away uh, you yeah you'll you you're you're nubbing your way through America and Pennsylvania or something like that. What what are you getting <laughs> getting uh delivered?
2: What would I have delivered? What British thing? Oh, I don't know. Probably Quavers. I would miss Quavers. I really quavers. would yeah, 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 I would miss Quavers. I eat quavers quite a lot. And hobnobs. Oh yeah. Hob-nob. uh, I need <laughs> I, think, I, I need hobnobs.
0: I think like a crisp wise, it'd probably be I, I really love like uh salt and vinegar discos the little disc sort oh, of things they're oh, really nice I and, like, I love news. yeah they are oh, amazing man and i love absolutely love all dairy milk ev anything I d don't care it's, if it's dairy milk i i will demolish i'm a pretty much a fully functioning chocoholic uh yeah <laughs> I, I yeah i couldn't i couldn't go i couldn't go a year without some dairy milk i'd be getting that all that shit ordered in big time <laughs> and uh reason i
1: found here. God, Sorry. There, mate. One thing I um, I uh, found i was so happy that I found that
0: I sold Yorkshire tea Absolutely love Yorkshire tea Yorkshire tea okay. Yeah Yeah. I used to have that when I was up in Hull I'm sort of back on the PG now But um, yeah it's not too bad Yorkshire tea, it's pretty, pretty damn good uh, Rees has asked uh, Actually a sensible one, we've got a sensible question For once, Jesus Holy Christ <laughs> Yeah oh, uh, really? he's asked being in the same League uh, as him the UK2, what are his predictions for the top three, the bottom three, and pick one team you think who will surprise you, and one team who may, may disappoint
1: I think I, I think I might disappoint but not getting get promoted yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the t- the, I'll take myself out of it for the top three, just for the sake of it I think Brent, Brentford will be going up for sure, I think Gibbo's got a, got a very good team there I think Arsenal, the way Arsenal plan at the moment, can't. Yeah, I'm going to say Arsenal, Brentford, and and I think Fifey sorts it out, and gets promoted. Mm-hmm. Um, for relegation, I don't think it looks too good for Maxi at the moment.
2: And I think it's he's given up he a bit, and he's like he's up. lost his head from bits I'm hearing. Yeah. I think he's lost his head, which doesn't help. No, it's
1: right. He's, he's 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 a good manager when he when he's on, but he just hasn't been on this year. He's Yes, yeah, quite cool. I think I think Celtic, Everton, and I think Wolves. I think Wolves might. I think Joe might survive with Wolves. So there's going to be a few teams down there. Mr. There's going to be a few South teams Everton, down. Laredo.
2: It's easy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I, bottom three, I'd say Everton, Celtic, and we'll put we'll put Burnley in there. I think. No, no disrespect I think to I Burnley thing. or Limp and Fellows. And surprise, surprises. I think Sheffield United. I Think his team, Sheffield United. Yeah. They um, he, he got a draw off me the other week, and I was I was like, I've done the same thing as what I've done with Joe. I completely, I thought sort I of looked at his team and thought, oh, my team is way better. I don't need to focus. And he got a draw off me, and he should have won. Um, yeah, I think I think he can he can throw a surprise in there.
0: Yeah. I think um yeah, I'm sort of like looking at I, I agree with pretty much everything you've said there. I think I think it'd be a battle between Joe, Wolves, Burnley and Rangers there, uh, Steve Anthony and Joe's teams for avoiding relegation. But I think Celtic yeah, I, I agree with you. Maxie's just massively underperforming at the moment, you know. He, he's done it before where he's come out of it. But yeah, it's gonna be a tough ask. I definitely see Johnny Barr and, uh, with Arsenal and Andy Gibbo with Brentford going up. I think there's a really good case for sort of like the, the guys underneath yourself, uh, Gary, you know, Gary Wright-Muscles with uh, Crusaders and uh, Edinburgh and Palace all doing well. I'm going uh, to actually say, though, Daryl, I think Missile's actually surprising me. No, please. It's has got it's a win a, on the board, Daryl. It's
2: a, it's a mirage. Okay.
0: He's got a win on the board, though. So can I put that down as
2: a surprise? <laughs> <laughs> he surprised me.
1: the only I reason say, he's like, there is
2: because Angus Gunn is good. The rest of his team is trash. He's got it, a good keeper. Yeah, That's it. I, I, I don't mind Max at
0: all. So it's it's sort of I don't really want to say, but yeah, disappointing. I
2: yeah, Max I he surprised you. me because yeah. Uh, yeah, like for me. I think you'll be disappointed with almost like nothing against Maxie, how the whole game's going. Because when you look the starting teams that him and Southampton had in season one, without the crazy debt, like I think he cleared his debt by selling you Walcott to be fair season one, Everton Southampton should have been top of the first division for me to be where they are now. I think he'll look at that as a bit of a disappointment because like, cause they didn't have the debt. They had a bit more like squads like Everton squads, like Southampton should have been pushing for titles in season one, just because of the lack of debt and the lack of stress. Um, so I think that those two all jokes aside, I think they'll be quite disappointed. And I think the problem is Maxi's head's probably now gone a bit because he's better than that, you know, like where the league table yeah. is. Like he is better than that, and I just don't think he's paying any attention, unfortunately. I I,
0: I feel no, like not, as well. It's not too late
2: for him. No, no, no. that's he's it. Way, that's he's it. One, one away from being by Sheffield United. You know. Well, we we've said yeah, it a million right. times
0: on here, haven't we, Darrell, Where it's just a good run, like three games, three wins. Yeah, you're yeah. you're right in the mix ninth again.
2: When I got promoted in second place in season two. I was ninth when I went on that we'd I mean, like half the season with like 15 games to go and I won all 15. Like it can be done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, back to the questions though. Uh, nafe again
0: asks um, does Dan get his car insurance through Sheila's wheels?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> shit. He's just getting mocked, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> yeah. That's all it is.
1: I'm, a, I'm English guys, all right?
2: I'm, I'm on your side. <laughs> I'm on your side, I, please. I
1: just i just spent the last three months getting abused by the Aussies about the Ashes. That's anything from you guys as well.
0: (laughs) Oh, don't mention the Ashes. Martin Banks might cry. Um, uh, The last few we've got here, though, we've got uh, Lewis. uh, He's asked again a more serious question. Are you anywhere near Sydney or the East Coast? And did you feel anything
1: from the recent tsunami in Tonga? Uh, Nothing from the tsunami in Tonga. Um, I am on the East Coast. I'm, I'm I'm in... tropical north queensland so top right of australia if you're looking on a map um yeah we had, we do get some real bad weather here we actually had a my swimming pool over- overflowed uh, on wednesday night we had, we had 500 mil of rain overnight
0: Fucking it just hell, floods wow.
1: because the ground the ground will be so dry and that much rain will come and it can't deal with it doesn't it so you know flash floods happen
0: Wow, shit! That's kind of yeah. kind of cool, but bad in the same way. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're in cyclone Sorry, season at the moment. Oh, so it's waiting for that now.
1: Yeah, towards the we're towards the end of cyclone seasons, but whenever you see a tropical low forming over the Coral Sea, you sort of start getting your getting your storm kits ready, you know, getting your canned canned um, beans and stuff like that.
0: Fair play. Fair play. Uh Gibby asks, uh the Monaco manager, he put what is a bushman's clock?
1: <laughs> a bushman's clock? Yeah. Never heard of it. <laughs>
0: No, no, I haven't either. I actually thought it was like a fucking a knob gag or something there. I, <laughs> I, thought,
1: something I thought you said something <laughs> else when you said that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. You said clock. Yeah, but, yeah, there you go. That's
0: the question. What's a bushman's cock?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Steve asked, "Could you ask Dan if he needs oh, to somebody?" You're not going to answer, answer what is. it is. I can tell you what it is. I actually know because oh, it mates okay, told me. It's a laughing kookaburra. You know the bird. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, uh, There you go. Okay. Laughing jackass. But yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> know that. So there you go. <laughs> you yeah, there you know. no, there and you I'm not
1: even Aussie. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. I've, been, it, I've been here 14 years, never left the house. <laughs> 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 okay.
0: Yeah, it's the UE podcast for you. It's educational. <laughs> there
2: you go. Yeah. It's got uh, Steve. Doctor- I've met, surely. Wait, what? yeah probably yeah she could be a laughing but jackass probably <laughs> the
0: chance you t- testing out how, how long you're in the bush for hey! um steve uh Lester managers asked could you ask dan if he needs somebody to come and test out his newly decorated and air-conditioned spare room if so i'm available very happy to come over and stay for a year or two to give it a good test
1: <laughs> yeah we have we were messaging this morning about a deal. I said, I've got to go. I've just installed an aircon in the spare bedroom. He I'll leave you yeah. to make it. And he said, yeah, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's used it against
2: you on the pod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the last three, uh, Amir's asked, is Dan putting 100% into bringing Chelsea back into to the Prem? Or is it 50% because of the frustration of being relegated uh, who is also who is Dan's favourite player in UE, and finally for Daryl, based on the result of the set Setantian game, do you think it would be prudent in just never sending your team going <laughs> forward?
2: <laughs> hey, do you know what I mean shit worked? Shit worked. I think you, I mean maybe maybe I just lured, lured St Etienne into a full sense of security, made him think I didn't. No, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I I, I shit asked him, and I felt terrible to be fair because John's had a good season. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we've, all, we've all done it from time yeah, to time. Mate, no I shame didn't in even it. know oh, yeah. I had
2: a cup game. That's the. I think that's more disrespectful. Is I didn't even look at John's team. Like I didn't even know I had a cup game. Like and so it just defaulted to what I played against Bordeaux. I felt oh, terrible. So and what was worse, it was on the manager board great like, start up. to the uh, season, I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> You no, know,
0: I I did it once as well. I mean, I I always remember like one of my reserve team games, and and it was like I I never really bothered the reserve team, but I still had some half decent players there at the time, and I hadn't noticed that uh both Jay at Benfica and Martin at Atletico Madrid were going for the reserve title. I hadn't noticed this at all, and I I just I just thought I, yeah I was playing Jay that week, and I thought you know what I'm just gonna fucking shit house it, and I think I played a 5-4-1 with like. Like, two centre-backs, a sweeper, then two anchor men, and just, just just, horrible. Like, you know, zonal defend, deep, support defence. I think I even doubled up on support defence and shit like that. It was absolutely oh. fucking vile.
2: Grim. <laughs> yeah, that's what and I did uh, to John. Last... That's what I did to John.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much so. I didn't, I didn't even know what I was fucking doing. I was just yeah. having a bit of fun. Uh, Harry Art Media asks you, Dan, have you ever wrestled a crocodile? you <laughs> <laughs> <Inhale. laughs>
1: Okay. So, i tell you we, we all know they're called saltwater crocodiles but I never in my brain really made the connection until I moved up to North Queensland, went down to the beach and there was a big saltwater croc on the beach in the sand <laughs> so I just thought, what's he doing here? I mean me, Australia Australian mate said, what are you talking about? It's a fucking salty I said, oh of course yeah saltwater it's going to be yeah of course <laughs> i never, really never really pictured a, salt, a crocodile in the ocean
0: yeah. It, good. Is, are they fucking big? I can imagine
1: they're massive, aren't they? Oh, they're monsters! Yeah, they're monsters. We actually, the rain I was just talking about on Wednesday, where the rivers overflowed, about five minutes away from my house, there was a baby saltwater croc about, about half a metre long washed up into someone's garden. <laughs> That's the other thing that happens when it floods: and the crocs come in, come in. Uh, uh, fuck that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, everything,
2: yeah, everything, everything. <laughs> no, here. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll
0: stick to the overcast and ra- overcast <laughs> weather and rain here. I'm, I'm quite happy with that. <laughs> uh, the last one is yeah. from Casper, the Nimes manager. He's put uh, what's Dan's thinking in right letting uh, Timo Werner leave, considering he's scoring for
1: fun at the moment. I think
0: I think you've just covered that.
1: Uh, so, yeah, As as I said before, like didn't want to get rid of him, and he is scoring at the moment. But that's a good selling point, and I managed to get a bloody good deal with him as well. So, yeah, it's. it's I think, the long in the long run, it's going to definitely help me push to get promotion. As I say, you get you get one or two injuries in this game that can ruin your season if you're not prepared. So, yes, that's what I was looking at.
0: Fair play, fair play. And there's literally been like a last-minute one, and I I I need to actually ask this, Daryl, because I need you to go talk to your friend fucking Gary Weir.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This last time, Gary, last time
0: does Dan get out of the shower to take a piss? For fuck's sake! (laughs) (laughs) Every week, Gary's obsession with
2: knowing where we all (laughs) piss (laughs) is starting to concern me. Joe, if we was ever out, I would never go in a public toilet with Gary. That's for sure. Yeah, (laughs) I reckon he's the weird one that tries to measure everyone's cocks. You know. No, Gary. Have, do you know what he reminds
0: me of now? You, have you ever seen? There's like, look up um, Joe Wilkinson's poem on um, eight out of ten cats, and it's about how he goes into public <laughs> toilets and names other people's penises. <laughs> Fucking hysterical! That is Disco, Gary. Did
2: Joe Wilkinson? Gary.
0: <laughs> Joe Wilkinson naming people's penises.
2: <laughs> fuck's sake, Gary. Jesus Christ! Every <laughs> bloody week. Every week. Every guest. You don't... Do you, Dan? Do you pee in the shower, son? <laughs> just give him what he wants because he might stop asking. I, I, I do pee in the shower. Yes, I yeah. can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> no. You happy, Gary? You happy? Most of us do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, that could I, be
2: you,
0: people, people. People what? Uh, people asked the, the other day because obviously this is Australia and Down Under. Like, does it does it actually go down the plug hole? Or does it hit you in the face? <laughs> so it's just fuck's <laughs> sake.
1: I tell you, I remember watching a Simpsons episode years ago where they said the water ran the other way. The first thing I did when I landed in Australia, I ran straight to the chit house at the Brisbane Airport International and pushed the push the button. And then I couldn't notice. <laughs> I couldn't remember which way it went in England, but I got the point. <laughs> oh, Excellent
0: quality, oh my god, lovely. <laughs> well, I, I on on the uh, the note of Brisbane going to a shit house in Brisbane I think it's a perfect place to wrap it up this week yeah uh, thank <laughs> you very much Dan for coming on absolute pleasure hopefully we can um, no, no, get you no back problem. on again with with Ben at some point yeah I'd love to come back on it that was fun yeah good to
1: good, come on and
0: talk good to boy. you yeah definitely mate good to have you and obviously Daryl as always thank you very much mate you. Um, and uh, yeah we'll catch you soon guys